break out the spider tack. It's Tandy Color Baseball on the Coco Show 22. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Coco Show. I'm John. <laughs> and I'm Aaron. <laughs> and Aaron, uh, we're going to be talking today on the Coco Show about Tandy Color Baseball. Yeah, now, man. before we start, this edition of the Coco Show is brought to us by Patreon VIP Robert Murphy. Now, Aaron, you are sort of a legend on the diamond. That's true. Um, That's true. I'm legendarily you, bad at uh, the uh, both of us. Both of us played baseball in the same league, the league behind the middle school. Yes. The Hurricane Baseball League. Yes, yes. So why don't you tell the folks out there, Aaron, what is the difference between the Hurricane Little League that played over at the City Park and the Hurricane Baseball League? Well, the truth of the matter is, you know, everyone's every little town in America, America's pastime, every little town's got their own little little leagues. And some towns have multiple leagues, depending on the size of the town. Hurricane had two leagues. We had the Hurricane Little League and Hurricane Baseball League. Me and both. Now, of course, not during the same time. But we both played in the baseball league. What was different? The biggest difference is they used a pitching machine instead of an actual pitcher. Uh, mm -hmm. Little League used real pitchers. <clears throat> and you might say to yourself, that's weird. And it is. And I don't know how many leagues do that, Boat. But uh, there are advantages to using a pitching machine as opposed to a, a little kid pitching. Uh, for starters... A little kids can't throw for crap. And so often, unless you've got a really talented pitcher, there's a lot of walks, there's a lot of wild pitches, there's a lot of hit batsmen, there's a lot of time that goes into just getting the game off the ground with a crap pitcher. One thing, if you've got the uh, pitching machine tuned up properly, that sucker can throw one right down the middle pretty much every time. Now, yeah, does that violate the spirit of the game? Yes, it does. And I can tell you that I was, I'm not going to say I was embarrassed to play in that league, but I was not particularly fond of it because I wanted to play in the real pitching. I don't, I don't know how I ended up there. I think mom and dad, I don't know if they even cared, to be honest with you. I don't know why I was there. Maybe I, I don't know. But uh, I was there, and I would play, I played my whole career in the league. And it was a pretty mm -hmm. pretty solid league back in the day. I, well, you know, I was on a championship team one time, so that was nice. Let me tell you, Aaron, I played my whole career there, uh, and we also, in 94, we won our, our, our championship team. That's the only time I've ever been on a winning team, any winning sports Until team. Until now. Until now, that's right. Uh, and then the next year, was the, it was the year between uh, eighth grade and high school. Uh, I, I moved up to the Babe Ruth League over at the City Park. Oh, now that's, so you went back to the real league. Yeah, and this is the this is the top level league. Yeah, these are like the kids that are on the high school team, the, the league they play on in the summers. Let me tell you about the Hurricane Baseball League. It did not prepare me <laughs> for 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 what was to come. First of all, I knew I was in trouble because half the kids were chewing tobacco on my team, so they were already all in. They were wearing cleats. I never wore cleats in my life in the Hurricane Baseball League. Um, of course, there were real pitchers. There were real pitchers that threw at you if you pissed them off. Uh, and so I only lasted one year in that league. I did not return. Of course, I rode the pine the majority of that league. But uh, what are what are some of your favorite memories aside from winning the championship of the Hurricane Baseball League? You just reminded me of something too. One of the one of the gimmicks, and I think this might have been what put me over the top, was that everyone played in the Hurricane Baseball. There was no yeah, there was nobody right. on the bench. And so mm -hmm. what you would occasionally have is a team with five outfielders, for example. Yep. Also, mm -hmm. vi brutally violating the spirit of the actual game of baseball. 
<laughs> by having all these outfielders. Uh, you would also have a kid that stood beside the pitching machine. He was the pitcher, yes. and, and so mm-hmm. he had he was the guy that actually would play that role. Uh, if you had a particularly like I I had one team, we weren't a very good team. We should have been, but our coach was particularly diabolical, and he would do stuff to the ball when it entered the pitching machine wheel to make it spin and drop. <laughs> You know, he cheated, basically. I mean, think about it. You're trying to hose a little kid. Yeah, because it's always the opposing team's coach that's operating the pitching machine. Yeah, and so we had a right. we had a real arrogant jerk on my team back then. He was a big fat kid. He was good. He was good he home run hitter, but I never mm-hmm. liked him that much. And so, flash forward, uh, my kid uh, wanted to play baseball, and for, we got a I can't remember what on God's name got us into it, but I thought to myself, you know. Let's put the kid in Hurricane Baseball League for a year. It was still around. So a couple of years ago, we put Luke into this uh, league. And it's still the pitching machine. Same, still behind the middle school. Nothing had changed. Uh, except for the fact that most of the teams had given up and no one played there. So they only had enough kids to field three teams. They oh. had my kid's team. They were sort of low end to middle of the road. Then you had one mm-hmm. team that was real low end. And then you had a team of absolute death. The team of death. <laughs> and so, if you only get three teams, one team just relentlessly pounds the other two teams, right? So, yeah, I asked the yeah. coach of our team, this poor beleaguered guy in the system, because I'm like, who did the match make in this league? What the heck were y'all thinking? He goes, well, he goes, we couldn't break that other team up. They've been together for four years. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> as an added kick in the pants, after they beat the tar out of all our kids, and by the way, there was one game this year where, or that year, that my kid's team jumped out to a lead on the in, impenetrable team of death. And I kid you not, those kids were crying. They've never been, they've never understood what it was like. Now, they ended up coming back and destroying us in about the fifth inning. But still, for a brief moment, they felt everyone else's pain. It was glorious. It was- it was the bad news bears come to it life. Was. It was. What, uh, yeah. uh, five, but in the my kid made all stars. So in the all star mm-hmm. game, they took they they had a cutting plan. They took all the all stars from the mega team. They're all on one team. Then they took the all stars <laughs> from the other two loser teams and put them on a team. And then they got crushed again. So that was the oh final insult. We'll be going back to that league, uh, needless no. to say. But you know, in terms of my career there. You know, I remember having a really good triple once. I was I, one year. I went the whole year without without striking out. That was pretty cool. But of course, it's yeah, a pitching machine. Great. If you just put the ball, well, the bat over the plate, you can, you know, you can pretty much hit the ball. I ran over one of my buddies at home plate. That was pretty cool. So those are pretty much about the only good memories I've got, except for winning the pennant vote. You know, I've I've got no memories of actually playing baseball. Really, uh, in my time for the Hurricane Baseball League. I mean, I'm sure that I remember standing out in the field when I was a when I was a younger when I was a younger person in the particular league. I was always in right field, and then as I became older, they moved me up to first base because I'm left-handed. Right. And that's just what you do. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and um, but I remember distinctly, and I think I've told this story on one of the podcasts before. Um, I would buy the IBC root beer, right? And uh, and it came in the glass bottle, the, the the brown glass bottle, and I would sort of saunter around. You know, this would be while my brother and sister were playing because they were always in in the league in the lower levels, and I would be hanging out at the baseball field all day. And I would just kind of saunter around with this bottle in my hand, and I'd look at older people, and I would honestly tell myself, they probably think I'm drinking a real beer. <laughs> And I would feel so proud of myself because I was holding this in this glass bottle. You showed them. You're drinking as many real yeah. beers as you can hold them now. That's now true. everyone knows. They should see me on Coco Talk. <laughs> so. 
But uh, but Aaron, let's let's talk about today's game for the illustrious color computers, Handy Color Baseball. You know, this is a game that I played back when I owned my Coco originally, back as a kid, and I had played a lot of uh, uh, baseball games on the, like say the Atari twenty six hundred, the old VCS, uh, and. Uh, even some handheld stuff. You'll recall the old uh, Radio Shack handheld baseball. There were plenty of the, the old dots and dashes baseball. So mm-hmm. I was pretty well versed, I thought, in the art of home home computer and console uh, baseball. And then this little ditty came into view, Boat. Uh, so Tandy Color Baseball, released in 83. Uh, this thing was put together by a guy named Dale Lear. He's pretty well known in the uh, Coco community. Amongst his other offerings, uh, we've actually covered one on this show. He did a, a game called Firecopter. He did the utility color scripts it too, and he did Double Back Boat, which I believe is one of your faves. One of my yes, favorites, sir. absolutely. Uh, he uh, this was a one to two player baseball game. Again, this was uh, licensed and published on the on the uh, by Tandy, which which as many were, and this came in the old patented. Uh, Hole in the front case, you know the standard kind of generic uh, uh, Tandy box for games with the manual stuck in the front. And so, what do you got here? Well, for starters, just right out of the gate, and I mentioned it just a second ago, this was a baseball game for one or two players. That wasn't always the case, was it, Boat? No, no. You get you get a lot of games back in the early days where you had to have two people. <laughs> right. The, the, having the AI opponent was not something I believe. Uh, like when you think about, I think home run for the uh, for the twenty six hundred. I don't think had an AI opponent. I think you had to play against another player. Do you recall before we get too deep with this? Do you recall the uh, the VCS baseball games that came out before Real Sports? You mentioned home run. Those so those are some ugly ugly games that were. Yeah, they. I mean, they they barely resemble the game that they're supposed yeah. to <laughs> to be simulating. Um, you know, it's it's. The the what you see on the field, if you knew what baseball was in your mind's eye, you could approximate what was supposed to be going on. But if you were if you were showing somebody this game and trying to explain the game of baseball, they would not. If and then you showed them real baseball, they wouldn't be able to make the connection. Correct. Now, so this is the environment in which I encountered color baseball. And when you see color baseball come up, it's not like you're instantly blown away. It, you get a overhead view of the field, like from from the blimp or from the top of the stadium, you know, where you're looking down, box. yeah, down on the field, they've got, they do have the dirt outline, the green grass, and the uh, stands, you know, and so uh, uh, it looks like baseball, but it's, I mean, and it doesn't look like there's going to be anything particularly interesting about the game until you actually get started with the game. Now, before you even hit one or two player, and I, it took us years to even realize this because we didn't have the docks. If you're on the uh, title screen and you hit enter, uh, you'll get a, effectively a list of every player on both teams in the game, blanks. And then you can fill in names and put batting averages in. So right out of the gate, that's something you can't really do on hardly anything uh, back in the day. And so what was neat was to either put in like a, a real team or put in like your buddies, you know, whatever. Right. And, and here's the thing. there You can put in the name and you can fill in the batting average and there's nothing stopping you from giving everybody a monster batting average. That's right, yeah. It's not like you're rolling a a role-playing character and you've got a limited number of stat points and you've got to allocate them. You can make everybody bat 900. Yeah. And uh, and the game is supposedly, according to the docs, the game reacts to that and makes you a better hitter. 
The only game that, that I didn't see another game let you do this. Now, and you're more familiar with the offerings on the uh, on the Atari computers than I am, Boat, so maybe you can jump in here a second. But the next game I remember remember being able to do that would have been, I think it was Hardball 2 or 3 let you enter all the data. Because I remember entering all the data in uh, when the Reds took on the A's in the World Series uh, back in the day. And I thought that was really neat. You could simulate the game. So, it, I mean, but I mean, even if, it, even if it's a gimmick, okay, uh, it's still fun to to uh, put all those names and stuff in, as opposed to just having generic nothing come up. So that was a neat option. Here's one. Yeah, I, I mean, it would have been nice to have a team to start, like when you hit enter, to be able to see a mock team there so you don't have to put in all the names and you still get that. Yeah. Uh, you still get the name and the average, and then if you want to change it, you can. But it's still cool to be able to t- edit that. I wonder stuff. why they didn't have just a, a, some n- random generic names in there. I mean, since the yeah. tech was there, I, I don't know. It'd be right. interesting that, to find out. So then, and I didn't know this until, I swear to you, Boat, until I was researching this show. I had no idea you could do this. If you if, Before you start a game, if you just hit the, uh, the asterisk, the computer would just play itself. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I, I saw that in the docs. I never, uh, I never, I never attempted to, to do that myself. But it is pretty cool that you can watch sort of a demo game. That's a great feature. Yeah, that's neat. So once you have or have not entered your d- team's data, uh, then you are there to pick one or two people, and then your game begins. And now your your players are uh, pretty much stick guys. I'd, I mean, that's, I'd say they're the embodiment of stick guys. Both. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the uh, the defense will run out in the field and then you'll be ready to go. But first, you've got to hear the national anthem. Uh, the Coco does a pretty darn good job with the anthem, doesn't it? It does. Uh, I was I was shocked to hear that when when they first when when you know when your team takes the yeah. field. Uh, it, it does. It sounds excellent. Actually, multiple channels of sound. You know, it's mm-hmm. it, it's a very nice rendition of the national anthem. And then you kick in the game. So. What this is one of these games, and I, I'm going to equate it. It's, it's very similar in controls to say a real sports baseball, where you are uh, basically when you hit a button, the character closest to the ball will light up, and then when you mm-hmm. uh, want to throw to someone, you sort of aim the joystick as to where you want to throw the ball. One of the things that used to blow my mind. I mean, otherwise this is just baseball, but with a lot of extra goodies, which I'll get to. But one of the things that used to blow my mind in this game was the amount of freedom you had. I mean, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, for example, before the pit, before the batter comes up, you can throw the ball all over the field as many times as you want. You can do mm-hmm. anything you want. The bad side of that is often when the catcher would throw back to the pitcher, I would not catch the ball. The ball would go to the outfield. Well, yeah, and we should talk about probably the most glaring uh, problem that I had with this game. Yeah. And that is you're pushing the but you're pushing the joystick to the say you're the pitcher and you're trying to throw to first base. You're pushing the joystick to the right and hitting the button. As soon as you hit the button, control shifts to the first baseman. Right. Okay. And your first baseman is now moving out of the way of the ball yes. because you're still pushing over. And so the first baseman <laughs> will often miss the ball. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is infuriating. Uh, I wish that this game would have been programmed to where the person that you're throwing the ball to would remain stationary until he had possession of the ball. That would have made this game a million times more playable. Well, I mean, it's what it's a talent you acquire quickly. But by, by, when you throw the not when you're not when you're playing with the old deluxe joystick like I was. Well, you can't. This is another game you can't play without the without the Black Beauties or an analog stick like the deluxe. You it just won't work. You've got to have the uh, deluxe joystick or the or the Black Beauties to play this game. And it was programmed. Listen, I, uh, I don't. I'm sure a lot of the weirdness of the controls was put in there with that with that joystick in mind. So it may just be an after effect of that kind of control used in a game like this. To be honest with you, uh, and and funny things will happen too. Uh, if you miss a ball, let's say you're on the third base and you miss the ball, it'll hit the it'll hit the the border of the screen and just start trailing down or up the screen, and so effectively. The screen borders in this game are fully in play, which is yeah. It's almost like it's like a triple Fenway. You've got flat borders on both sides. You know, Fenway's right. got that weird area. It's like this. Can you imagine playing in this stadium in real life? It would be maddening. Well, and, I mean, there there's there's lots of weird things yeah. that you don't have to do in most baseball games that you have to do in this game. Uh, like when you hit a foul ball. Uh, or when the when the opposing player hits a foul ball, you have to go retrieve the ball. Yeah. It doesn't just automatically yes. give it give it back to the pitcher. It's like playing uh, great when you hit a home ball. run. There is no home run. The ball just kind of lands on the field, and then you've got to run up and pick it up and give it and throw it back to the the pitcher. So again, these are undoubtedly limitations of the program. Um, you know, I don't know how many other baseball games there are for the color computer, uh, but uh, I don't, and, you know, again, this is a system without sprites, and without anything, and so there's probably a lot of shenanigans going on here to make this game work, and ball physics are always weird no matter what. So, um, but it does make it different than even computer baseball games that were out contemporaneously with this. And I will say, when you do hit a home run, you get you get a cool indicator that you've hit a home run. It spells yeah, 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 absolutely. Crowd goes nuts, you know, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. I always think of it sort of like Wrigley. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like the, the ball just goes out. I love that, frankly. I think that's cool. I, I, the home runs, I, I thought were well done. Okay, now the, the chat is correcting me, but there it does say that in the docs. It says you have to. I never saw anybody hit a home oh, run I've when seen, I was playing I've against the computer. yeah. And so, uh, but the, the docs say you must retrieve the ball after a home run is well, hit. Well, I mean, they, so I, I the ball comes means, back so. into play. I think that's pretty much what it means on that. Now, okay. uh, um, let's talk about how the game plays. So, as the pitcher, uh, it's your your you get the ball, and then once you're stationary on the on the pitcher's mound, you can begin your pitching. So you you. And most like, and a lot like a, a a lot of baseball games, you sort of can put a little bit of English on the pitch, but you've got to be careful because if you try putting English on the ball before you've actually went into your windup, you'll end up throwing the ball to one of your teammates yeah, on the field. I did that countless That's times. another thing. Yeah, that <laughs> happened a lot. Now it sounds like I'm killing this game, but these are just some of the things you learn to understand to play with as you play it. Because mm-hmm. this is a game that allows you ultimate freedom. And when I yeah. say that, I mean, can you pitch? Different certs that's got different types of pitches on the direction you uh, use the stick. Yes, uh, do you have certain control with the ball? Yes, all that's cool. As a uh, a batter, uh, you've got a lot of interesting uh, abilities. You can bunt, you can hit, and then once you get on base, you can lead off. This is one of the games where you can really cause trouble in the base pass. You can take extra bases, you can lead off, you can do anything. It's all available. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, your pitcher can even balk. 
which is something right. you don't ever see in a game. <laughs> that's, I always thought that was great. Uh, but the base rig is, I can tell you right now, when you played, when you've got two players in this game, you can drive your uh, buddy crazy by having your you know your guy on first base where dancing around back and forth. I will say, if the computer gets you in a rundown in this, you're done. There is no escape. I've learned that the hard well, way. Well, the many computer, times. yeah. There, there are now. I will say that this is a game I would really like to see two players that are really, really good at this game go head to head against each other. Yeah, because you really, it really takes time to come to grips with the control scheme, especially when you're used to playing more advanced baseball games that do a lot of this stuff for you. Because, like you said, there's not really limitations to this game. It just you the the freedom that the game gives you is uh, unusual and uncomfortable when you're used to playing other baseball games. I, You know, I, I did. I grew up with this game, okay? So I've played this thing a billion times, right? And I've played this with the Brent millions of times. And when you play, and I've played with Hoes and other people. When I play this game against a human, and we've had some really good battles, but when you play against the computer, you can stomp a mud hole in the computer, which I've done many, many times. Uh, there, uh, you can just. I always crush the computer. The computer's not hard at all. There's no like difficulty. It's funny. I never really tried messing with my. I guess I could have made all my batting averages zero and made all his nine nine nine. Maybe that would have helped. I never thought yeah. about doing that. But the the I like you know. And me and Brent, I remember doing stuff. This is the ultimate game for having an annoying brother. Because Brent would take the ball and throw it around the outfield while you're batting and screw around. Over and over, he was just such a jerk. I remember he would get mad, so he wouldn't pitch the ball. He would throw the ball into the corners. He did all kinds of crap stuff that I used to hate. You know, there's other things about this game that are unique. I mean, this is the only baseball game I have ever played that allows you to switch hit in between pitches. I forgot about that. Yes, you could switch (laughs) your batting stance to the other side of the plate at at your will, at your own leisure. <laughs> That's true. You just don't you don't find that often in the real game or <laughs> in, in in video game baseball. So again, uh, this game is you know in a lot of ways it 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 gives you much more freedom to do whatever the heck you want. Um, what I've liked to seen better player models. Yes, well, uh, it's it, it, <laughs> yeah. you, you basically you know these are stick men obviously, but to watch the stick men. It's so funny because whenever you have control, and I understand why the programmer did this, he wanted to show which player had control. So you shift from your player having both his arms down, sort yeah. of at 45 to the side, yes. to up in arms flailing yes. position. Yes. And it reminds me so much of watching little kids play baseball yeah. because when they go to chase after a, a ball, the first thing you do when a ball's hit over your head, you take your glove off and you try and throw the glove yeah. and try and hit the ball in the it's midair. It's like they're perpetually panicking. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then you just take off arms akimbo towards the you know, ball. You know, the more I think about this, the more they should have called this grade school baseball because that's exactly what it is. All the missed yeah. past balls, all the guys just randomly throwing the ball to nowhere. <laughs> People <laughs> in the baselines go crazy. And everyone running around like this. It is. But, I mean, I don't know. It's endearing in a way. It, oh, yeah. And yeah, it makes yeah. you, <laughs> the players running like that. I mean, it is, that is one of the better aspects of the game. I always thought that was real funny. Now, Bo, you, of course, grew up with an Atari, right? Yeah. And you mentioned to me that you, uh, you know, obviously you were exposed to different baseball games at the time. Now, 
we mentioned that this came out in 83, and you mentioned to me that you would like me to look up something of an equivalency. Can you can you talk about it as I show the comparison? Yeah, so the, the game that I grew up playing also came out in 83, Star League Baseball. And and this game uh, was one of the, the, the first, I think this was probably the first baseball game I ever played. Um, and just to show you an example of, you know, what the other 8-bit computers had to offer back in the day, uh, this is, uh, the, I, I thought it would be a, a fun port comparison. So in Star League Baseball, the, the position of the camera is different. It's more of an isometric position. And that's advantageous because what that gives you is a way to gauge the height of the ball. You know, when a ball is hit, you can kind of see how, you know, where, how high it's being hit when it's isometric. Um, the, a lot more things are automatic. For example, you know, when you hit a foul ball, it automatically goes back to the catcher, which throws it to your pitcher. Um, and the pathfinding of your guys as you, you know, throw the ball, you never have the situation where you throw it to nobody. Actually, I think that you can. If you can do it just right. You can have a situation where you throw it to nobody. But normally, you don't, you don't have that. Uh, other than that, in you know the the graphical I would say the graphical fidelity of Star League is is, is higher than than Tandy Color Baseball, but not yeah. not leaps and bounds. This is you're still dealing with one color sprites. Just the sprites look like baseball players instead of stick figures. It's it's a but the uh, I would say the two games are are mostly comparable. It's just about which control system you get you're more used to. I would say. Uh, now there are cool things about Star League Baseball that you don't get in Tandy Color Baseball, but a lot of this is just due to space limitations. Like in between innings, you get a scoreboard. There are ads that show up on the on the on the scoreboard, just like when you go to a real game in between innings. Uh, so that part of it's cool. But uh, I just think it's neat to see how two different, you know, development uh, coders uh, approached baseball on computers in 1983. Now, Bo, I, I played Star League. I don't know if I played the first because this had several iterations, as I recall. Uh, th could you do any stat stuff on the first version? No, I didn't... there is no. You can choose at the beginning of play whether you want to be a, uh, they call them sluggers or liners, which means like you can hit a lot of line drives and get on base. Or you can play the sluggers and you can hit more home runs, but you're more likely to be less accurate. Yeah. So you can choose that sort of thing, but there's no statistics in this game at all. So that's one thing that Tandy Color Baseball does. I, that the yeah. Star League is clearly graphically uh, trumps it by a good distance. There's no doubt. But the one thing I never liked about Star League, I just don't like the angle of play. I, I don't like it's hard to it's hard to pitch from that angle. Mm -hmm. It's real hard to hit from that angle, and I never. It's. I mean, I remember seeing this in the magazines back in the day and thinking, "Holy cow!" You know. And I will say one thing: color baseball is much in, more insane. Than, I mean, you're right. Star yeah. League is oh, a more yeah. controlled it's much game. More manic. Star, mm -hmm. Color baseball is is completely out out of its mind. Plus, no one in Star League baseball runs like they're on fire. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's just, <laughs> so. So there you go. So, but I mean, I think that yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting to see. I mean, graphically, if you looked at these two and you're like, which one are you gonna buy? You're not going to buy color baseball because it just looks archaic, but right. gameplay wise, I think you know. I think color baseball, much like a lot of Coco games, uh, it goes well past what they could have done. Uh, you know, and <laughs> you know, given the limitations of the system, and I, I, I always enjoyed this game. Now, was this my favorite baseball game of the year? No, absolutely not. Why in television baseball still walking around? There, that was my. In fact, that's still one of my all-time favorite games, and it strictly comes down to the control. 
that you have with that. It's one of the few games that took advantage of the Intellivision control pad like it should. And you know, me and you both are big fans of that. That game, that game is a massive. Of course, the pro- really the is. problem with that is it only had two, it only it was one of those games that didn't have one player. So early on, so when it first released, you only had to play two player games. So Coco had them on that too. So this was a fine game. Uh, I was very yeah. pleased with this. I looked up. I went to one of my favorite places, the Coco, uh, the Color Computer Games Review page. Uh, the fellow over there gave the Color Computer Baseball a B plus boat. Uh, he says this is one of the few sports games the Coco got right. Uh, and he likes everything in it except for the fact that it's too easy, which I, I have to agree with you on that. Uh, so uh, I'm right in line with that. I think a B-plus is probably about right. I mean, could this have been better? Yes. Uh, but given uh, the time it was released and what they put out, I, I like it. And I, I really, some of the more uh, some of the aspects of the game that are more un- unleashed, where you just basically do whatever you want, that's going to vary between different people's tastes. Some people are yeah. going to want the ball just to go right back to the uh, the pitcher without any shenanigans. But I can tell you, as a kid, shenanigans made this the best game ever. That's because <laughs> if you want to just needle your buddy, this was the game to do it on. It really, and I thought hardball. I think it was hardball two or three. Uh, when they when they went down that road, I, that was that game sort of eclipses them. But I don't think I've ever played a game that was so crazy as this one in terms of the, uh, just the weird stuff you could do. So I was always you a know big I'd fan. like to play sometime down the line. Is there a, is there a football an American football game for the for the Coco that you know? There's of? a couple different ones, you know. But I mean, because I'd this like good. to see if 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 the, the same manic spirit persists in those games because you can get pretty wacky with a football game too. Yeah. I should also say, as we uh, take this one to the house, uh, you can get this on eBay, Boatster, uh, if you mm. so choose, uh, for $22 US loose. I didn't see any with the uh, wacky box or with the, with the uh, instructions, but they're out there. That sort of thing will come and go, uh, and if you wait long enough, you should be able to get a good deal on it. This is a pretty common cartridge. I used to see this thing all the time at the Shack uh, boat. And so I don't. I doubt this would be a difficult one to come up with. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this month's Coco Show. As always, we appreciate you listening. And uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash thecocoshow. Uh, and you can join our ever-growing list of supporters, including uh, VIP Robert Murphy and Edmund Helland, Steve Rasmussen, Buttons, and William Becker. So thank you guys so thank much you. for supporting the Coco Show. Uh, we also film the Coco Show live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. So uh, give us a follow on there. You can be notified whenever we go live immediately. You can join the chat. We've got a nice group in the chat today, so we appreciate all the people that are watching the show live. All right, Aaron, it's your turn to pick. You actually picked last <laughs> last time as well. But uh, Tell to, them what we're playing, back and forth, Yeah, to keep the back and forth spirit. Of the show going, I decided to uh, naysay your pick of Pit Stop 2 so we could do some Tandy Color Baseball. But we're bringing it back for next month. Next month, we are going to be playing Pit Stop 2. There you go. Sounds good, Boat. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll see you next time. Until then, all hail. El Curtis Boyle.